Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anna Jar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anna Jar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 31st. And final day of January. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us here. We'll get you through a Tuesday. We're leading up to a uh, what, sh- what could be a fun heat game tonight. This is a big one tonight for your favorite little basketball team coming off one of their worst losses of the season Sunday afternoon. 
We'll get to that for sure. Your favorite little hockey team, the Panthers, they are off until uh, next week, Monday night, when they're hosting Tampa Bay, because you got all the all-star stuff going on here in Sunrise this weekend. Red Deer Randy Moeller, one of our absolute favorites, he is going to join us on the program today. Uh, I want to say something about Randy real quick. I like saying this every time that I have him on the program, uh, but first... Zaslo Show 2.0, everything Zaslo Show 2.0 is brought to us by our title sponsor, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. If you're dealing with a personal injury, if you've been involved in an accident, let Anajar and Levine get you right. 800-747-FREE, that's 800-747-3733. When I tell you that none of this would be possible right now, if not for Anajar and Levine's support, I couldn't be more serious. So I send you to them because I trust them. 800-747-3733. Let them take care of the financial aspect while you take care of getting healthy, getting better, getting back on your feet. All right, so Red Deer Randy Bowler is going to join us, and I always like mentioning this. Whenever we have Randy on the program, and I haven't spoken to him in a while, it'll be fun having him on Zazlo Show 2.0. haven't spoken to him in a little while, but I always love talking to Randy. Uh, I don't, I've never worked, you know, I, people don't remember. I mean, I hardly remember. I I used to be on the Florida Panthers broadcast. I was the studio host, the intermission, pregame, intermission, postgame host. I did two seasons, 2009 and 2010. I did two years with them before I did the Heat for 12 years. So I used to work side-by-side there with Randy Moeller. And I have never worked with anyone who cares more, is as passionate and dedicated to their job as Randy Moeller is. Uh, just really one of the great dudes. Cares so much about that organization. Loves the Panthers. So, always love catching up with Randy, and he's always been super good to me. Well, I've read Dear Randy Moeller on the program, and I've told you, look, that Bowie Sports Florida broadcast, that from a technical aspect, it stinks. But from a talent aspect, Goldie, Randy, it's a top-notch, it, top-notch announcing team. So, We'll get Red Deer on coming up in a, a, a little bit of the program. We'll talk about the All-Star festivities coming up this weekend. We'll do a little bit on the Panthers as, of course, they uh, best win of the season. Probably huge win for this team going into this All-Star break. So we'll get Randy on. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I want to start here. Oh, 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 and a couple of things I want to hit on. So last night, I'm not fully through my stories yet. WWE Monday Night Raw last night. First Raw after the Rumble. And uh, I'm about halfway through the show. I had stuff to do last night. Uh, my son had, my older son had training for soccer, so we, we were very involved in that. All right, but I'm about halfway through my stories. WWE, I'm not all caught up, caught up yet. Also, really good reaction yesterday. If you didn't hear yesterday's show, everyone seemed to enjoy Zach Harper. You hear Zach Harper on SiriusXM Mad Dog Radio on on SiriusXM NBA Radio. Those are my two favorite channels. Uh, the Athletic, been covering the NBA forever, and of course, Metal Arc Media's Cinephobe with Amin Hassan. We talked movies, we talked heat, we talked NBA, and that got a really good reaction. So if you if, if you haven't listened to my conversation with Zach, uh, we, we touched on all those things that I just mentioned there. You can go on the YouTube channel if you want, youtube.com slash at Zaslow Show, or uh, the best thing that you could do for the show is you just go listen to the podcast, all right? Wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeart. I can't go through them all. We'll be sitting here forever. Take up too much time, all right? Your time's precious. My time's precious. So, enjoyed enjoyed talking to Zach Harper yesterday. All right. So, 
a few things to start up the show here, and and then we'll get to. Uh, I want to do a lot of NBA. I want to do a lot on the Heat here. You got the trade deadline rapidly approaching. All right, so a couple things I want to hit on here first, and I mentioned this on Twitter yesterday. I'm a little bit embarrassed to tell you. I don't really know what's going on with this Wrexham FC. If you haven't heard, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, welcome to the club. But Wrexham FC is a, a, a soccer club that is owned by actor Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElney. I think I'm saying his last name right. You know, he's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And everybody knows where Ryan Reynolds is from. Ser- serendipity, of course. So, no, no, not I screwed that joke up. Serendipity is John Cusack. I was trying to say, uh, he's he, he, definitely maybe. Ah, oh, I screwed that joke up. What a terrible job. Anyway, so Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElney own this, this football team, this soccer team. Uh, you know, when I say soccer team, you know, we're an all-inclusive soccer show. There's a soccer show. So... When I say football, I don't want anyone to be confused. Like I'm calling it by by you know it's it, it you know it's 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 real name football. But I'm talking about soccer. You know when I say that. So anyway, um, sometimes I use soccer lingo, soccer verbiage. I don't want anyone to get confused. You know, like when I say a kit, that means the uniform. When I say a pitch, that means the field. Uh, you know, a brace that's two goals, nil that's zero. I can go on forever. Anyway, so they own this soccer team, Wrexham FC. And I only recently realized that this is a real team. I feel kind of stupid saying that, but I got to be honest. So I'd, I'd always seen like the, you know, advertisements for Welcome to Wrexham. And that's the show. That's the TV show. I didn't know it was a documentary. I didn't know it was a documentary series. I thought, how could this not be a comedy? How could this not be a show? Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElney. They own a soccer team? That's not real. Well, apparently it is real. Apparently it is. And I was seeing highlights recently of a recent game, and you know, and, and some people have explained to me on, on, on Twitter, and t- Twitter just sucks so hard right now w- without the third-party apps. I mean, Twitter, Elon Musk, you're a real piece of shit. Anyway, so uh, this Twitter is really difficult to navigate now. Anyway, so people were telling me, uh, Elon Musk, what, what a piece of shit. So anyway, on uh, Twitter, people were telling me, you know, that, that they've, they've jumped up and, you know, they, they've, they've moved to different leagues because, you know, they got relegation and all that stuff, which would be so cool if we had that type of stuff in American sports, right? Where you could either advance or you could be relegated. You want to talk about teams tanking, uh, lottery picks? That stuff doesn't exist. All right, when we're talking about these these football leagues, these soccer leagues overseas, again, there I go. It's, it's we're an all inclusive soccer show. When I say football, that that really means I'm talking about soccer. Try and keep up. So, I, I only so it was explained a little bit to me, and I saw some highlights. Like this looks exciting as all hell. What's going on with this Wrexham FC? And then I was doing a little bit of reading about it. and It's like this is a real thing. This is a real. I swear, I thought it was a comedy. I thought it was like on the heels of Ted Lasso, where there's here's another soccer show. Really, fu- I mean, Ted Lasso is not a documentary, right? This is another show that's on soccer, and it's going to be super popular. But apparently, it's it's a documentary, it's a TV series. So, I think I got to watch this. I, I, this seems like a fun thing to get involved. In. I didn't know that it was real, and I said that on Twitter yesterday. I'm I'm a little embarrassed to admit. 
But yeah, I I didn't know. You can always hit me up at Zazlo Show on Twitter, at Zazlo J on Instagram, where I'm an influencer, of course. But hit me up at Zazlo Show if you've been watching this. I don't know if it's over. Maybe the series is done. I mean, I know the team obviously still exists. But if you watch Welcome to Wrexham, I, I got to get in on this, right? So, and another thing, too, before we start to get into the NBA stuff. So I want to talk about LeBron. He, he missed the game last night in Brooklyn. Tonight, he may not play in New York. The Heat are in Cleveland tonight which is a big one, actually, for the Heat. But some people were messaging me on Twitter yesterday. It was, even though this was a known thing like months ago, it was announced officially yesterday by the Miami Dolphins that they are changing radio stations. They're not going to be on my former employer, WQIM, anymore. And they are going to be on... They're going back to Big 105.9 and, and, and 940 WINZ. And it also was announced that Jimmy Cephalo and Joe Rose are still going to be on the broadcast. So people are sending me messages. First of all, let me say, Joe Rose is excellent on the broadcast. Like, there's nothing else to say. Joe Rose is really good. But everybody knows Jimmy Cephalo is the absolute worst. And so people were sending me messages on Twitter. Oh, Zazzle, what do you think? Like, there's nothing else for me to say. I, I, I've, been, I've been saying, like, it's, it's boring already. I've been saying the same thing for 15 years about him. He's awful. It, it, you, you don't, he does not give you the game. He's a terrible broadcaster. Like, at any level, the worst broadcaster, the worst play-by-play man for any sport at any level. There's nothing else I could say about Jimmy Cephalo at this point. It, except, the one thing I would say, because this kind of seemed like an opportunity since they're changing stations and that whole deal, where, you know, to change to, to a competent play-by-play man to go along with a really good color man in Joe Rose. But... I mean, the only thing for me to say is, yeah, the Dolphins don't care. Like, they just, it's, if you didn't think it was clear before, and it has been clear, like I said, he's been horrendous for over 15 years. If the Dolphins cared about the listener, they would hire a competent play-by-play man. So that's the only thing to say. I don't have anything else to say about it. I've been saying the same thing forever now. They just, the only thing to say is that they don't care about the listener. That's a shame. Because sometimes, you know, I hate not being able to see the Dolphin game, but sometimes if I got to get in the car for 10, 15 minutes, you know, I'll listen to the Dolphin game there, and it, you just you don't have a clue. You got no idea what's going on. Joe tells you the play half the time. You got no idea what's going on. So I don't have anything to add other than that with the Dolphins announcing the radio change other than, yeah, I've been saying the same thing about Cephalo for 15 years. He's the worst broadcaster I've ever heard. And yeah, the Dolphins just don't care. That's, it is what it is. All right. So they, you know, it's, we don't need to get all riled up about it. It's been the same story forever. So last night in the NBA, you know, going into the game, and, and I said this where, you know, LeBron's behavior the other day against Boston is, you know, was outrageous. It's outrageous. And, and you know, he, he didn't play in the final seconds, and he left the bench when, you know, before the final horn to go into the locker room. Once he didn't get the call, you got another five minutes, player. Let's go. Like, if these games are so important, that's why he reacted that way, right? Because the games are super important. They need every game. You got five more minutes, man. Let's go. And you're, you're not, and I know a lot of people were bringing up yesterday, and this is fair. A lot of people were bringing up yesterday, LeBron, not only does this happen all the time, but game two, 2012 NBA Finals. LeBron, the Heat, LeBron fouled Kevin Durant. With seconds remaining in the game, it would have sent Kevin Durant to the free throw line. Instead, it was a no call. 
Battier gets the rebound. Heat win game two. Tie the series at a game apiece. Uh, you got to be fair. And everybody knew at the time the Heat got away with one there. And a lot of people, you know, my guy Justin Termi on SiriusXM NBA Radio, he brought it up. Rightfully so. I mean, LeBron, Saturday was was a game in January. 2012 NBA Finals, game two. Last play of the game. I mean, do do we want to weigh which is more important? It happens. This stuff happens. And for that type of reaction, it was insane. But then it's like, for a guy who cares so much about these games... Oh, he cares. For a guy who cares that much about the games, he was ruled out 36 hours ahead of the next game. Sunday afternoon, he was ruled out of Monday night's game at Brooklyn. If he cares so much, what if he wakes up on Monday and he feels good? His ankle isn't sore anymore. I mean, see that lineup that the Lakers put out there yesterday? LeBron resting, Anthony Davis resting. And and predictably, they lost at the Nets. Now, Now, they were ahead in the third quarter. The Nets, Kyrie Irving, they they pulled away. They won by like 17. Um, yeah, for, for a team that, that that needs the games, we're doing a whole lot of resting. whole lot of resting. And I saw this floating around there. Apparently, there's like three or four games this year where like the Lakers feel like they got jobbed, right, by the referees. And if you give them those three or four games, they would move up from 13th to 4th. Because the Western Conference is log-jammed. If, you, if the Lakers didn't get screwed those three games, they'd be in fourth place. Hold on a second. So, the only team we get to do that for is the Lakers? The only team where we get to say if they, if they, didn't, if they, if they didn't get the short end of the stick from this call, or if this didn't happen in this game, they'd be able to move up in the standings the Lakers the only team we get to do that for? What about the teams they're chasing? What about the teams right now that are third, fourth, fifth in the Western Conference? Can we give them back the games that they did not benefit from a call? Because if we do it for everybody, I'm, I'm pretty sure the standings would look virtually the same. Why are we only doing that for the Lakers? Only the Lakers get back the games where they may have gotten job by the officials. Hell, Remember, it was earlier this year where Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero hits the game-winning shot against Sacramento, a three-pointer late in the game. Totally traveled, remember? And Mike Brown after the game, coached the Kings. And this is on the heels of like a game before, a couple games before that where they feel like they got jobbed by the officials late as well. It's like, is it because we're the Kings? Because we're Sacramento Kings? Number one probably is. But you remember, Mike Brown was complaining about that. Why, Why don't we give the Kings back those two games? One of those games came against the Heat. Can we give the Kings those two games? So let's give the Lakers back the three or four games where they feel they got jobbed. Can we give the Kings back their games? Then how about the Mavericks? Uh, probably a game. Go ask Mark Cuban. No one complains about the officiating more. I'll bet there's a couple games Mark Cuban feels the Mavericks got jobbed. Does everyone get back the games that the officials made a bad call that might have affected the outcome of the game? Or is it only the Lakers? It was, it was so stupid the last couple of days. But man, for a guy who cares so much about these games, he had no problem announcing a day and a half ahead of the game that he's sitting out. Got to rest. You gotta re- I'm going to ask Randy Moeller about the resting with the hockey players, which of course never happens. 
Yeah, we got to ask Moeller about it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But so how about this? LeBron is 116 points behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the record. He's going to pass it in the next few games. 116 points. Now, if you go by his average, he averages 30 points per game. If you go by his average, he would be a little bit shy after the next three games, and in his fourth game, he would have a real good chance of surpassing it. Now, he's questionable for tonight at New York. At New York, at Indiana, at New Orleans, Oklahoma City. Those are the next four games. He's on pace, unless he throws in some monster games in these next three. He's on pace to do it at home against Oklahoma City. He'd probably like to do it at home. Probably like to do it in L.A. But here's the thing. Is it possible, and Zach Harper brought this up yesterday on the show, is it possible that he's manipulating the schedule a little bit to kind of pick where he's going to break the record? Because if he played yesterday in Brooklyn, <coughs> excuse me, played yesterday in Brooklyn, then at New York, then at Indiana, three games right there. If he throws in a monster game, like Zap Harper said, at Indiana may have been the place where he'd break the record. And Zach's probably right. He doesn't want to do it in Indiana. But then that would set him up to do it at New Orleans the next game. And it's like, eh, at New Orleans. Who cares? So he sits out last night. And now we're in a spot where here's what the scenario looks like. Like I said, if he has his average game, and and for LeBron, his average is 30 points. So if he has his average game at New York, at Indiana, at New Orleans, then he's going to be set to break the record potentially at home against Oklahoma City. But if he sits out tonight, and apparently he's questionable for tonight's game at New York. Now, he loves playing at the Garden. Zazzle, must really be hurt if he's not playing at the Garden. Well, not when I... About to lay out this scenario for you. So if he sits out tonight at New York, the next three, and none of these are back-to-backs now after New York. The next three games are at Indiana, at New Orleans, and then home against Oklahoma City. After that, he's set to break the record, right? Three games, then the fourth one's probably where he's going to break it. The next two games after that, after that Oklahoma City game, home against Milwaukee, at Golden State. 
if LeBron played last night, he's in a spot where he could break the record at New Orleans. Who cares? And if not at New Orleans, home against Oklahoma City. It's home, so that's good. But by missing last night, and potentially missing tonight, he puts himself in a spot where it's pretty likely he's breaking the record at home against Milwaukee or at Golden State. I mean, I I don't normally jump into the conspiracy theory realm, but how could you not consider that? Breaking it at home against Milwaukee, number one, you're doing it against Giannis, the Bucs, but most importantly, whose old team was the Bucs? Oh, Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. And besides that, Kareem obviously is a Laker legend. Doing it against Kareem's old team is is an interesting storyline. But also, how about Kareem and LeBron don't like each other? LeBron's got beef with Kareem, and Kareem does not like LeBron. Kareem doesn't really like what LeBron stands for, which is what I've been shouting for the last couple years. And you don't really. And LeBron doesn't like it because Kareem's critical of him, as you know, kind of should be. You don't think LeBron is trying to manipulate the schedule a little bit, eyeing down breaking that record at home against Kareem's old team? Come on. And if by chance he doesn't do it that game against Kareem's old team, what do you think would probably be the next best scenario? I mean, I think the I think the best the best scenario would have been at Boston, but it's not on the schedule, or at home against Boston, but it's not on the schedule. The next best scenario at Golden State, Warriors, Curry, Draymond Green hugging and kissing, they love each other. Doing it at the Warriors, team that he came back down three games to one with Cleveland. So, you don't think LeBron for a guy who cares so much about these games? You don't think it's possible he's manipulating the schedule a bit here to get that home game against Milwaukee or at Golden State as the record breaker? Come on, wake up. Wake up. You know that's what's going on here. You know that's what's going on. The Heat tonight are in Cleveland. Jimmy Butler is questionable. This is a big game for the Heat, all right? So the Heat find themselves right now. They're two games back at number five, Cleveland. Jimmy's questionable. Otherwise, everyone else is good to go. Omar Yurtsevin. Omar Yurtsevin's back to full contact. Now, he's not with the team, so I guess he's not practicing with them right now. He's not with the team. Maybe he'll fly there. I don't know. But he's been cleared for full contact. That's fun. That's kind of like adding a player who, who could, you know, at the deadline for nothing, who could make an impact. Now, I don't feel good about the Heat tonight. The Heat, the Heat have struggled recently against Cleveland. We know Cleveland's really good, although they Cleveland's lost, like, Seven of the last 12 games or something like that. Cleveland's in their worst stretch of the season right now. But still, it's Cleveland. You got the whole Donovan Mitchell, Tyler Hero thing, which if Mitchell has a huge game and Tyler struggles, you know that's going to be a topic for us tomorrow. Uh, The Heat could have had him. Why didn't Riley do that? Riley's washed. Speaking of Riley being washed, which of course is stupid. So, Kyle Lowry. I I mean, speaking of Riley being washed, speak when, when you say washed, Kyle Lowry's who you think of. So washed. Dude stinks. So here is, this is one of those reports. This guy is called Matt Moore of Action Network. 
guard Kyle Lowry is drawing trade interest despite the fact the Heat seem to be saying he's off limits per Matt Moore of Action Network, not to be confused with Matt Moore, formerly of the Miami Dolphins. Quote, some recent reporting out of Miami has suggested that Lowry is not available, but teams continue to call to gauge whether that remains true as the Heat struggle to generate anything resembling a functional playoff-level offense. Um, and Timberwolves and Clippers are among the rival teams linked to Lowry as well. All right. Like I asked Zach Harper there yesterday, I don't know which one is less believable, that teams are calling about Lowry or that the Heat are shunning those calls. I, I, I think it's less believable that teams are calling about Lowry. I think there's no way that if an opportunity presents itself for the Heat to move off of Kyle Lowry, that they don't jump at that immediately. So I, I, don't, I don't buy this, this report, if you will. I don't buy this. But obviously something to keep an eye on over the next, you know, what we talk, I think deadline's in like uh, less than two weeks. So something to keep an eye on there, but I, I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy that there's, a, that there's any kind of market out there for Kyle Lowry. I do think, I, I do think they're going to move Duncan Robinson. I think the Heat are going to make a move, and I think they're going to move Duncan Robinson. I think they're going to be able to. I, I think you'll see, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I think they're going to be able to move off of Duncan Robinson before the trade deadline. I think they're going to get something, I don't know, big. I think they're going to get something significant done. Now, as far as the Dolphins go, Vic Fangio has not signed, apparently, as the Dolphins' defensive coordinator. I know this is a whole big to-do. I can't get all wrapped up in the Vic Fangio stuff. For me, it's just not interesting enough. But the place where, like, you gotta have healthy players. You gotta have good players, you gotta have healthy players. But, and I'm not saying that Vic Fangio wouldn't matter, but it's like, uh, you know, all right. All right. Like, is, th- th- this is... This is what makes or breaks the Dolphins next year is Vic Fangio. I, I freaking hope not. But I think this is one of those situations where, where there's smoke, there's fire. If he, in fact, has not yet signed, he's agreed but not signed a deal, and you keep getting these rumors out that, hey, you know, other jobs may be opening up that he's more interested than the Dolphins, and that's why he has yet to actually put pen to paper, although maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's, it's a moot point. I don't know. I think this is one of those situations where there's smoke, there's fire. I, I, I would be seriously questioning whether or not the Dolphins are actually landing this guy as their new defensive coordinator. That's obviously something to continue to keep an eye on. Something else you got to make sure you keep an eye on is where you're going to watch the Super Bowl. What if I told you Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, has amazing food, all kinds of beers, craft beers on tap, Parking is free as long as you park behind the briny. They will validate your tag. You got live music every day. And you got happy hour Monday through Friday, the briny hour from 4 to 7 p.m. Plus, if you walk around the briny, you see all the pictures on the wall. You're going to see this. Put them right here. You're going to see your boy, two-time championship broadcaster. My picture's on the wall right there. That's right. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. That is my spot. Obviously, I was there this past weekend watching the NFC Championship game. If you're looking for a place to watch any of the games, especially the Super Bowl, or if you just want some good food, good drinks, and some live music, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, the world's greatest upscale dive bar. You take Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic, but don't park in the Atlantic. Like I said, you park behind the Briny. They will validate your tag. Free parking. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. That's my spot. Every guest on Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to us by our official beer of choice. I know a guy who likes beer. He's going to join us here in a second. Johnny Cuba, European roots of the Caribbean soul. Start your night with a refreshing German lager in a can. 
pick yourself up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Remember, you always got to drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. I'm going to have myself a nice uh, couple cans of Johnny Cuba watching the NHL All-Star festivities this weekend. Our pal is Red Deer Randy Moeller, Florida Panthers TV, Bally Sports Florida, joining us here. Randy, always great to see you here. Very big week for the Panthers. You doing okay? You get a, you get a little bit of downtime. I know you guys' schedule has been a little bit rough lately. Yeah, it has. It's, it's been very busy for the Florida Panthers, especially a lot of uh, road games. I think they really packed in. Uh, a lot of the schedule before the all-star break would we're one of the rare teams that that finished on Saturday and with the big win in overtime against the Bruins uh, there's still games that were on Sunday Monday uh, today and even a couple of games on Wednesday so we were we were front loaded it was a busy schedule they the Panthers ended it on a on a on a great note with that home win comeback win in the dying seconds with Barkov's goal and then win it in overtime against the Bruins. So yeah, it's time to kind of exhale a little bit, but it's a busy week and it's, a, it's an exciting week because the Panthers and South Florida and Broward County are hosting uh, the NHL all-star. And, you know, it's kind of, Zaz, it, it's not the all-star game. It's all-star week yeah. because there's all kinds of activities that are going on. It started with the beach cleanup on Sunday morning. Yesterday, there was a couple of events. Today, they've got uh, down at the Fort Lauderdale Beach Park, um, they've got a hockey exhibit that's going on. Also, from 5.30 to 8, the City of Sunrise have a uh, Panther Hockey Festival with music and food trucks, Stanley C. Panther. You can get your picture taken with the, uh, with the Stanley Cup. That's going on. And then all the way through the weekend, there's all kinds of different stuff. The best way is to go on floridapanthers.com or nhl.com and you you can scroll down and see all the different events that are going on that lead up to the skills competition, the NHL All-Star Skills Competition on Friday evening and then at 3 o'clock the All-Star Game at FLA Live Arena at 3 o'clock and that's gonna, that game's going to be on ABC. Now, I, I believe, is this just is this the second time 03 was the only other time? This is the second time that the Panthers and Sunrise have hosted the All-Star game, right? Yeah, that was back in, what, 2011? 03. No, 03, I think it was. Or, no, think- or 2003. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the trap. Anyways, yeah, 2003, Ole Jokinen and Danny Heatley were the co-MVPs, and I remember it well. So as they had, they activated the whole FLA Live Arena, the parking lot, with the street hockey festivals. They had Cheryl Crow who was a live performer in the parking lot. That was all free to fans. They had um, autographs from the players, alumni, and that. Similar things that are going on here, both uh, at, uh, at FLA Live Arena and all over Fort Lauderdale, down at the beach, everywhere. So, you know, I was actually just reading up about it this morning because in 03, I was still in college, so I wasn't as in touch with what was going on necessarily down here. And so there was a trade that was made yesterday, which has kind of, you know, thrown a wrench in in, in plans because you got a Western player who was traded to uh, an Eastern team. And, and so it's a little bit messy right now, I guess, what they're going to do this weekend. And so I was reading this morning about the Panthers were kind of in the middle of a thing like this with Santos Ozelinch back in 2003. I... I didn't have any recollection 
of that whole story. You must remember what happened then. Yeah, yeah. The Panthers had traded for Sandus Olsulich, and, and uh, he actually came on our plane and after the game and then flew to South Florida right, right then to, be, to participate in the All-Star game. I remember that. And all he had was his clothes and just a small suitcase or whatever. And he was going to be here for the whole four or five days or whatever. And that, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Bull Horvath Weird. Uh, star and great season with the Vancouver Canucks, but he's going to be an unrestricted uh, free agent was traded yesterday to the New York Islanders in a big, big trade with the young ass ass uh, uh, prospects and, draft pick and 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 that so you got to just keep them with know. the west right to avoid any type of like just play for the west this weekend right isn't that what you end up got to do and i don't know what the nhl is going to do about yeah. that but uh he's a star player he's one of the uh, league leaders and goals and that so whether he plays for the east plays for the west we'll see what happens there uh place building's going to be packed this weekend right i mean i was I was looking up prices. I go to a lot of games with my younger son. He loves coming to the Panther games. We've been to probably six or seven games so far this year, which is one of the huge positives of me not doing the Heat games anymore is I get to come to the Panther games whenever I want now, okay? So I really enjoy that part. We've been to like six or seven games. And uh, so I'm checking out prices for the All-Star, even not just the game, but the skills on Friday. That place better be packed considering what the secondary market is selling these tickets at. Like the building's going to be very filled this weekend, right, Randy? Yeah, and I, I think one of the reasons, and just to explain to you, this is not a Panther event. Right, right. It's an NHL event. The NHL comes in and they do an, an unbelievable job, but they take over everything and the tickets and and all and all of that. Now, the season ticket holders had the option earlier on in the season to participate and uh, to uh, purchase tickets and that. But a lot of tickets are or saved. Each team gets a, a lot of tickets. And then plus you've got, as you know, Zaz, you've been around a lot of these events, a lot of the sponsors and and partners of the NHL that take, uh, that, that, uh, take a lot of, of those tickets. But I will tell you that I have never seen such a response when the NHL announced that the Panthers were going to host All-Star Week down here, because of what we've all gone through with COVID, and there was a lot of events that were canceled, postponed, and that, when they announced that, you know all over the league, fans, media, partners, or they, they circled that date and said, I'm coming down there. We have the weather down here. We have the facilities, the beaches, everything. Um, it, it, it's the perfect storm, uh, per se, as far as entertaining and that, cause you know, the weather's going to be beautiful all this week and the way that everything has been planned. It's a very, very attractive event. If you're a hockey fan and they're bringing the whole, um, uh, hockey hall of fame, all the trophies, you can get pictures taken with the Stanley cup which is, you know, the holy grail of, of all. Um, I got a picture in my hallway right there. Me and, you know, for, for if you got an opportunity out there to go to this event Randy's talk about and take a picture with the Stanley Cup, I got a picture framed in my hallway of me and my two sons uh, with the Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, it's one of my favorite pictures, you know. So yeah. uh, if you got an opportunity, you want to do that. You, you know, Randy, I saw, I know the NHL has their, it's the, the alumni game. You got Panthers alumni versus NHL alumni going on at the ice den tomorrow night. I didn't see your name 
playing on the Panthers alumni list. What's going on there, Randy? Well, you can't get in this game? Well, it was back in 96, 95, 96, when unfortunately um, I retired. Um, as I tell people, I got a very terrible disease. And Zaz, you've known me long enough. We've been broadcasting together a long time. It was called old age. And I was a stay at home defenseman at that time. And the team told me to stay at home. So <laughs> I threw my skates into the intercoastal off the bridge in, in Boca Raton. And um, I've only been on skates, I think once or twice since then. Really? So no, yeah, I, I don't skate anymore. Um, uh, I love the game. Some guys still want to skate after they retire. Um, I choose not to, I, I, I like doing other things, but, and, and plus the body just won't, um, won't accept me to, to do something like that, but I will be involved. I'm going to be working for Bali sports and I'll be a sideline reporter. We're doing a whole special inside the Panthers on all the activities that are going on with the all-star week here. And with some of the fan events, of course, the, the alumni game we're talking about and then the skills competition and that we're putting together a whole and I'm going to be working for, for Bali's putting helping put that together as a side sideline reporter. And it's going to be fun. So I'll be I'll be a part of it. But we have a lot of alumni that are that are here and, and coming into town. Some of the names so you can go on FloridaPanthers.com. Scroll down. You can see that some of the players that are going to be playing. Roberto Luongo is going to be playing as a forward. Wow, um, that's fun. <laughs> Billy Lindsay, Ray Shepard, some of the names from the past, and then the NHL alumni as well. There's a lot of former players as, yeah. that have uh, chosen to retire and live, whether it's full-time or part-time here yeah. in South Florida. They have they have uh, property here, houses here, and that. So we're able to put together a really nice uh, event for the, for, the, for the fans that's going to take place at the Panthers Ice Den in Coral Springs. It starts at 8 o'clock, but before that, Starting at five o'clock, they've got a whole hockey fest and learn to play. They got interactive games. You can get autographs with current and and former Panther players and NHL players. Leads up to the game. It's going to be a great evening. I just I, I can't get over the skating part with you. Like if you put on skates right now, it, you'd be a total disaster. Is what you're telling me? Yes, yes, wow. I'd be a, I'd be a total disaster. I actually every once in a while. I'll put on, I've got rollerblades okay. that I'll go, maybe go for a rollerblade, but my knees and hips are so bad now that it, it, it's just painful. And I will, I would suffer for days after I ride my bike. I live on the beach. I ride my bike up and down A1A almost every day to get exercise. I swim and, and stretch and that very passive workouts, my body just, uh, and a lot of the, I'm sure as you talk to a lot of, uh, former players that play even with other sports and football and that we're pretty beat up. We, uh, we sacrifice the body and there's, there's an epidemic going on right now. I know in, especially in hockey that players that played in the seventies, eighties and nineties now that, uh, and, and with the advancement of, 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 um, the uh, medical as well. Everybody is getting hip replacements, knee replacements. It's not as, it's not as uh, evasive as it was years ago. So these players that have been suffering with bad hips and bad back and, and knees and, and that even shoulders um, are getting stuff replaced. What and have you had done? Uh, I haven't yet. 
I haven't yet and knock on wood. And uh, I'm just trying to maintain what I have right now, which is about 60%. But there's a lot that have had um, Ed Jovanovsky's had three hip replacements. He's wow. had to have two on one. Yeah. He's had both knees uh, replaced. There's a lot of guys a young guy. Yeah. But it, that, that's the rigors I think of, of playing um, a very uh, physical, sometimes violent sport. And I know in football, um, even in basketball, baseball, and that there's a lot of former, former athletes that played a long time that are had to uh, deal with some medical issues. You know, we were we were at the game uh, against Vancouver on Friday night. God, I wish we were at the game Saturday night. Uh, we were at the game Friday night against Vancouver, me and my boys. And, uh, you know, my younger son always likes to look up at the jerseys up there. And he's always amazed. Like, we only have Luongo's jersey retired. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a young franchise, only 30 years. But also, you know, the, the great players they've had haven't necessarily been here for so long. And one of those guys that my son asks about is Pavel Bure. Like, does the franchise have no contact with Pavel Bure? Is, is he involved at all with the NHL? Well, they a few years ago, they retired his jersey. They had a ceremony in Vancouver and that he came over for that. I'm actually um, in contact with Pavel. Um, when I reach out to him, he responds. He's very, very busy over in Europe and in uh, Russia and in Switzerland. Um, he's got a number of business interests, and plus he's got a young family, um, and his his kids are playing hockey right now, and that. So uh, he doesn't. He's not here as much as he used to be, and I, I totally understand. He's got a young family. He waited a long time, uh, basically after he retired, to start a family, and um, we all know what 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 the kids take away, the time that they take, and that. So. Um, he's happy. He's doing well, uh, and that. But no, he. I, I don't believe he will be here this weekend. I haven't heard. He never reached out to me. So, um, but he's That's doing so well. Bad. He's doing very well. And his brother Val is very successful out in California. Um, uh, tennis, his kids, and then he's got a wine business as well. Um, and and so he's enjoying his life as well. Post and he's married to that Candace Cameron from uh, yes. Full House, right? Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me, uh, let's talk a little bit about the team. Was was Saturday night the best win of the year? I mean, it's kind of amazing. It's been such a struggle this year. Boston is so amazing, and the Panthers kind of have their number. Yeah, they beat them. They've beaten them twice now, both on home ice and. And that, yeah, that was a that was a really emotional win, and it was the first time that the Panthers had come back and won a game after trailing, not only after the first. And they period, were but after so the good at that period. last year; they were amazing at that last year. Yeah, and that's what that's really what's been the difference. I think is is the 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 Panthers. They still um, are are some of the league leaders in shots on goal, chances on goal, uh, grade A chances in the slot, yeah. uh, cycling chances, uh, chances off the rush. It's that is the difference from last year to this year is last year. They just filled the net on a nightly basis. And then all those comebacks, what 22, 23 comebacks that they had last year on Saturday night, that was the first time that they came back, but it was very, it was so emotional because if you were there at the game or you were watching and unfortunately Pasternak for the Bruins scored with less than a minute left to give the Bruins another lead. And everybody was like, Oh, but the Panthers kept pushing. Got that tying goal with just over two seconds left, Barkov. And then to score the game-winning goal, Reinhardt was 17 seconds into overtime. The place went crazy. So they end 
up to the all-star break on a winning positive note. Yeah. The Panthers now for the rest of the season, what, 30 games, 18 at home, 12 on the road. I know they got 12 on the road. Basically, to get you're gonna have to get Zaz to probably 97 or 98 points. 98 points, I think, will get you in. So the Panthers basically got to go 22 and 8. So there's really, really not a lot of room for error. Is it impossible? No. Is it going to be difficult? Yes. But the good news is if the Panthers can really get on a roll, and especially on home ice with all these home games, that's really going to start. And the other critical thing is the teams that they're battling for, for a wild card spot, the Islanders, Washington, uh, Pittsburgh, they've got to win those head-to-head games, the games that they have left against them. Are the goalies going to be ready? I mean, when are we going to see Spencer and Sergei Bobrovsky again? Are they going to be back well, after the break? I, I think either or could have could have played maybe those last couple of games on Friday and Saturday. But because of the eight-day break, uh, if they're not totally 100%, why not give them that extra time okay. so they are 100%? No doubt, Zez. When the Panthers come back and play next Monday at home against Tampa Bay on home ice, that they're going to need Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight both 100% healthy for this stretch run to the end of the regular season. Is Duclair going to be ready? Are we ready to see him? We're, we're, we're all words are saying that yes, he will be ready as well. He has practiced with the team. I've watched him. He looks sensational out there. He's got the speed. And what that, does he and do? Does he slide in on the third line? Like, where do you put him? I, I don't. I, I, You know what? It's going to be hard to say and, and depends on other injuries and that. But he will play. I mean, he's a 30-goal scorer, and, yeah. and he's a threat every time he's on the ice. So they'll welcome him back as long as there's no setbacks with him or with uh, Bobrovsky or Spencer Knight. The Panthers – no excuses. They need to they need to get it going and get it going real quick, real fast, and dominate these last uh, 30 games of the season. And let me ask you here about Kachuk. Uh, I love him. He's been fantastic. I think he's exactly from the get-go what this team needed. It's uh it's a bit of a shocker that it seems like the Panthers have won the the Kachuk Huberto trade by a landslide, yet are having the struggles that they've had so far this season. That That's difficult to swallow. Uh, it, ha, what have you made of Kachuk so far? Do you love him this year? Absolutely. He's been everything and even more for what we expected. There's only Zaz, there's only been a handful of games, and I'm, I'm saying a small handful of games, where Matthew Kachuk has been kept off the score sheet. He gets points and points every game, scores the big goals. He's the net front presence. He's like in, in the NBA, one of those rebounders that's there all the time. Um, he gets the majority of his goals within three feet of the crease. That's exactly what the Panthers were looking for. And it's one of the reasons why the Panthers, on their power play, has been number one since January 1st. And he plays a big part, a part of that. So, yeah, he's been he's been – absolutely the most consistent player that the Panthers have had all season long. And I love his consistency because he brings it every game. And it's not only the scoring. He plays a physical game. He sticks up for his uh, teammates as well. He's a big power forward, brings a lot of assets to what the Panthers are looking for. You know, we talk, uh, we talk, uh, obviously I, I do a lot of NBA on the show, of course, been talking about it this week too where the biggest story in the NBA this year, unfortunately, Randy, is 
the players, this load management bullshit, the resting, the taking the games off. It's a disgrace. And I've made the point. Can you, so you got, you got to speak to me here. I've made the point. How come hockey players don't need rest days? How come hockey players don't need load management? They play 82 games. It's more physical than basketball. Randy, what would happen if a hockey player went into the dressing room at the morning skate? He's not in his gear. And somebody says, hey, why don't you have your gear? I says, I'm resting tonight. What the hell would happen there, Randy? Well, I, I, I've never been, uh, I, you know, it's hard to say because that, that's just not in the culture of the NHL. And I've never seen that. Now, there are instances where there has been, I won't say it, it hasn't been, but there has been where if a team is playing three games in four nights and you've got a veteran player like an Eric Stahl or, or what have you, and you've got other healthy players that are available or whatever to give him a night off, but that's the team decision going to the player and say, Hey, listen, we got three and four nights. How about you take that third night off? Well, and also you can only dress a certain number of players. There have to be healthy scratches most nights, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that, but overall, yeah, you don't see too many players uh, take, take uh, now what they do is they do maintenance days, but that that they take off practice. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's it. But it happens. The rest of the rest of veteran player, especially if he's got, if he's a little nicked up or whatever. And like I said, Three three games in four nights or four games in six nights. It does happen a bit, but you don't see it very often. I mean, can you imagine the Panthers? They need every single game here. They need two points every night. Barkov's not playing tonight. He's got to rest. It's ridiculous. No. no, the only way he'd come out is if he was injured and un- unable to play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy, That's why hockey's the greatest game, Zaz. It's so good. It really, it's We love coming to the games, okay? It's so good. The big problem is because the Panthers, and yes, this year's been a struggle, but because they're good and they're interesting and, and everyone's into the games now, uh, I, I remember 15, 20 years ago, I want to go to a Panther game on a game day. I get a clubs-level seat for nine bucks. That's not the case anymore. All right. You know, everyone wants to go to these games. Now you guys get great Saturday night. I know was a phenomenal crowd. You had the Bruin fans there, but I was there Friday. Very good crowd on Friday nights. It's the best sport to attend. It really is. Yeah, it is. And and you know what? The Panthers really make it fan friendly. As you know, it's easy to get to the FLA live arena, the parking and to get in and get out. And then all the activities up on the plaza before you get into the game and all the sponsored elements. They've got the Patron tequila spot over there. And you've got all this, all these different things. And then once you get into the building and that the atmosphere that's going on, it's really a lot of fun. And it, it really got a, a jump start last year yeah. when they got off to the phenomenal year. And then, and then the home record that they had every night was a party this year. There's been, there's been some games where the Panthers just haven't been able to pull it out, but it's still a fun atmosphere and that it's going to be crazy. Those last what's 17, 18 home games will be so. a lot of fun because they mean something. And um, it's really important that the, uh, that the Panthers get that fan support. They've supported this team, and I can't say enough about the fans. Randy, excellent job as always. I love catching up with you, man. Uh, Really good work. Look, I've said it a million times, the broadcast, you and Goldie, it's such a good broadcast. You guys keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Zaz, and and good luck again with with the podcast. It's as popular as any of the local podcasts, and uh, good luck with that, man. You do a great job.
Excellent job there by Randy Moeller. Always love having him on the program. One of the all-time greats. And yeah, the uh, the All Star the All Star skills this weekend. The All Star game tickets are expensive. I, I mean, my son, especially my younger one, wants to. Yeah, I guess I guess he still wants to go. Uh, I, we we can't even be trying to go. No one's setting us up with tickets for the All Star. So I was willing to purchase. It's very expensive. Worth going to. Probably a really fun experience. And yeah, they got a they got a they got a fun thing going on this weekend. FI Live Arena. It's very rare you get All Star games. Just the second All Star game for the NHL here. Uh, Major League Baseball. You had the one a few years ago. I went to the Home Run Derby. Oh my god, that was so much fun. And the NBA has had one here back in 1990, the Heat's second year. That's it. So a total of two, three, four. This is the fourth All Star game. You know, as far as our major North American sports go, that is taking place down here. So if you got an opportunity to go, if you if you could afford it, if you're breaking out the big bucks, uh, I would recommend it. It's probably a lot of fun. You know what else I would recommend? If you're not feeling well, you got to call Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. If I'm not feeling well, I don't want to have to get in the car and drive to my doctor. And you know what? A lot of times I'll call up my doctor, say I'm not feeling well. All right, we could see you next week. No. I need to see someone right now. Well, Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. Children, adults, elderly, they're going to come to your house and treat you right there. You need a COVID test, a strep test, a flu test. You need blood drawn. You need x-rays ordered. You need prescription filled or refilled. Doctors on Call 365, they're going to come to the comfort of your home, come to your office, wherever you are. The convenience of getting them to come to you, you can't beat it. Now, it's self-pay. You got Medicare coming down the line. You got private insurance coming down the line as well. But if you were to go to the ER or an urgent care, not only would you have to wait hours to be seen, you're going to pay more with your copay than you're going to pay out of pocket for the convenience of Doctors on Call 365 coming to your home. Doctors on Call 365.com, 786-577-9302. You'll get someone on the phone immediately, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 786-577-9302. Take it from me. If you support the show, you got to support our sponsors. And I use Doctors on Call 365. I love it. So convenient. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Come on now. Big deal or not a big deal. Marlins infielder, Jazz... I shouldn't say infielder anymore. I think he's moving to center field. Marlins center fielder, Jazz Chisholm, has been named the cover boy. He is on the cover of the new MLB The Show. How about that? I'm going big deal. Now, Jazz Chisholm, I I know, look, he's, he's a lot... He's got swag. He's a showman out there. Jazz Chisholm's the Marlins' best player. If Jazz Chisholm's your best player, your team sucks. And the Marlins suck. But that doesn't take away from Jazz being a good player. He's not a great player. He's a good player. But like I said, he cannot be your best player. He's the Marlins' best player, and the team sucks. So that's not a surprise. But we all like him. He's got a ton of swag. And hopefully he's going to be a part of, you know, winning here. If they get some players, got to get players who are better than him. All right? But Jazz Chisholm being on the cover of the show for, for this year, 2023. Yeah, that's cool. I dig it. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Jermaine Pratt. You know who Jermaine Pratt is? Jermaine Pratt is Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I think he's a linebacker. And after they lost the game on Sunday, you, you know, uh, jo- what's his name? Uh, Joseph Osai with the boneheaded 
quarterback uh, roughing the passer penalty or unnecessary late hit, unnecessary roughness, whatever you want to call it, personal foul. And there was video of this Jermaine Pratt yelling on his way into the locker room, why you touch the quarterback? He, like, he was so angry, which, I mean, it's, like, if I already told you yesterday, if I'm a Bengals fan, I hate this Joseph Asai. But as just a regular human being watching with no real rooting interest, I felt really bad for the guy. I mean, he's hysterical crying. And he was crying after the game. Uh, You know, he had tears in his eyes when he was addressing the media like a man, like a grown-up. You got to give him a lot of credit for that. And by the way, that B.J. Hill standing next to him the whole time while he was addressing the media, while the media was surrounding him, that's a good friend. He was making sure no one gets out of the line, none of the media members treat him too harsh, and just be in there for support. That's a good friend, that B.J. Hill. I like him. But not a good friend, you know, even if he feels this way, and he's got a right to feel this way, but, you know, this Jermaine Pratt, that's not a good friend. Well, yesterday, he, he then spoke to the media, and, you know, he, he let his emotions get the best of him. I mean, is the reaction that anybody have a competitor, you know, you know what, what was the state, you know, the time and moment, you know. I mean, I love this game, no doubt in my mind. They talking about my character as a teammate. You know, some people don't never play this game. They don't know how much effort guys put in the game, you know. I got to make a mistake over and done with. I was emotional. I was in the moment. I was wrong. I would say I was wrong. As a man, you can look at yourself in in the mirror and say, I was wrong. I wasn't a great teammate at that moment. But they don't define me as a man, you know. But it is what it is, 24 hours. I'm going back to work. I got a great offseason ahead with my kids and family. That's all that matters at the end of the day. When I go home to my kids, they love me. When I go home to my fiance, they love me. That's all that matters. So all the other stuff is relevant. Back to work. So that's a tough spot because you could see it from his perspective. The team worked so hard, and then a boneheaded play cost them their season. But then there's the other side of it where it's, man, you know he feels terrible. All you're doing is making it worse by yelling at him and yelling at him in front of cameras like that, that it could be caught and the video then goes viral. So you could see it both ways. Uh, I'm, I'm going big deal. I'm going big deal. Like, I, I know who that guy is now because he was being a terrible teammate and, and, and being a terrible friend as opposed to this BJ Hill who's being a great teammate and a great friend standing with him there uh, at, next to him at the worst moment of his life. So I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Luka Doncic last night, 53 points against the Detroit Pistons. But I'm going not a big deal because if you score 50, that used to be a big deal. Now it's like, oh, who scored 50 tonight? Every night someone scores 50. Every night. So I'm going not a big deal. And finally here, big deal or not a big deal. Last night, my stories, Monday Night Raw, Royal Rumble fallout. Well, Rhea Ripley, she won the Women's Royal Rumble. She gets to choose who she's going to fight at WrestleMania in the main event. Will she choose the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair? Or will she choose the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair? I advise you to enjoy everyone rising and bowing down to the Queen. Because they're about to rise to Rhea Ripley. At WrestleMania, I put you in your place. Charlotte Flair, I choose you. Wow! 
Rhea Ripley certainly didn't waste any time making her decision. But Rhea looks to rewrite history when WrestleMania goes Hollywood. How about that? That's a big deal right there. Did not expect that. Thought she was going to go after Bianca. But obviously makes all the sense in the world you want to fight Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Charlotte's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. That's a big deal right there. I'm very much looking forward to that. I know we have two main events now that are set for WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Championship against Rhea Ripley. And Roman Reigns defending the Universal Undisputed Championship against Cody Rhodes. This WrestleMania is going to be amazing. Oh, I can't wait. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Can we start the show tomorrow talking about the Heat picking up a game and only being a game back of number five Cleveland? That's what's on the line tonight. Heat at Cavaliers. Come on now. Let's get it done. Thanks to everyone who put together a great show today. You all worked really hard. Appreciate all the hard work by everybody involved in putting together the program. Hit me up at Zazlo Show on Twitter, at J on Instagram. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your family. I'll owe you a long time. We'll talk to you on Zazlo Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies, for both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.